Hey everybody, my name is Eric. My name is Takandra, and welcome to Building, Building with, with the Browns. Browns. We are super excited to bring you fresh revelation and perspectives based on our life experiences. Yes, we are all about laying foundational truths regarding marriage, love, faith, family, finances, and more that are built to last. We hope you enjoy Building with the Browns. with the browns it's building with the browns come on baby building with the browns it's building with the browns come on girl building with the browns hey building with the all right all right i just wanted to make her smile okay because you know i'm over here chilling like mrs melancholy i'm like that was cute i loved it i know it was so hey welcome back to building with the browns building with the browns come on girl <laughs> <laughs> that old 90s vibe to it yeah it does anyway showing our age but it's okay anyway. so it's a new season is it i don't know that's we what just the song we, we picking up <laughs> we picking up where we left off yeah yeah I'm, let's just be honest Whew. let's y'all, just be honest y'all been praying <laughs> okay y'all must have because we still here yeah Y'all must be. The so keep on praying. The, the righteous. If you ain't righteous, yeah. don't be praying. Shaba. Okay. You got to be on. righteous. I'm just playing. <laughs> no, no, I'm for real about that. The yes, prayers please, of Lord righteous availeth yes. much. Hey, because mm-hmm. it's been a, whew, it's, it's been, been a journey. long five, six months. How many months has it been? Well, it's the sixth month of the year. And it's so, the sixth month of the year. It's June. Yeah. 2022. And I, all I remember is December 2021. Mm-hmm. I think the last episode we had, my husband and I were recording while he was in Korea. Yeah, I was in Seoul, Korea. He was in Korea. Well, close to Seoul. But anyway. Some people don't even know. They don't. That's a city, country. What is that? I don't even doesn't know. doesn't matter. Okay. I was in he Korea. was in Korea. I didn't want to be there. <laughs> and he came home December 19th and then December 20th. Well, let's say he came home December 19th. We were ready. You know, we were going to recoup. Mm-hmm. Rest and recover from mm-hmm. the last. He was gone for five months. And then we were going to get back to. Back to business. business. I mean, back to what we do. Back to building with the Browns, right? Yeah. But then life happened. The unexpected happened. Yeah. Three days later, December 22nd, my dad had a massive stroke. And there is nothing you can do to prepare for the unexpected. I mean, there are things that you can have in place, you know, for critical illnesses. When we talk about, you know, life insurance and stuff like that, those are things that you can have in place Mm -hmm. when the unexpected happens in life. But nothing can prepare you for a loved one having a stroke or the sudden death of a loved one mm-hmm. you know no nothing can prepare you emotionally right you know physically nothing can prepare you for those types of things mm-hmm. so that happened on December 22nd and life just went into life pivoted yeah quickly <laughs> very quickly you know whatever plans we thought we had went out the window whatever agendas mm-hmm. we thought we had went out the window yep. and at that point it became for me and for you know my family it became all being about my father's business literally yeah on the physical earth <laughs> literally uh, and, and we can I can we will I will flip this spiritually because this is some of the things that 
the Lord was talking to me about as we were going through this process, how whatever plans you thought you had, it didn't matter anymore. Right. You know, um, I was reading Proverbs and Proverbs 27 and 1. And I'm reading this from the, tr- the Passion Translation. It says, never brag about the plans you have for tomorrow, for you don't have a clue what tomorrow may bring to you. <laughs> and that is the God honest truth. You have no idea what tomorrow holds. And so even me being a planner, Mm -hmm. you know, and I like to plan things out. And we even talk about, you know, being being planners. And, you know, you have to have a plan. Those who plan. um, What is that saying? Those who don't plan, plan to fail or Mm -hmm. something like that. I can't even remember what it is. Yeah, those who don't plan plan to fail right yeah but (laughs) i see why like you and i have a little bit of it myself although i am a planner i like to kind of plan as best Mm -hmm. as i can (laughs) because i'm a firm believer in that Habakkuk two and two right division make it plain type person and and vision requires planning but when we look at this from a practical Mm -hmm. standpoint it's you can only do so much planning Mm -hmm. and something can come something can happen in life that just knocks those plans either sets them back (laughs) Or wipes them out. Mm -hmm. And in this particular case, you know, whatever plans we thought we had made, it got thrown out the window. You can't even wrap your head around the emotional reaction to to a sudden change. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like imagine like you're you're driving and you're on cruise control and you're going down the highway and you're at a comfortable speed of 80 miles per hour. And you got your destination set and it says you're going to get there. In 20 minutes, right? If you maintain that speed and you don't hit the brakes and there's no traffic, you're going to get to your destination. But all of a sudden, Mm. traffic just pops up out of nowhere. And now your destination is two hours away. Like that, that, that feeling of, I got to find a different way. I got to find, you know, you immediately have to come on your brakes. Now you have to change. You got to let whoever is waiting on you on the other end. Let them know, hey, I'm stuck in traffic. Mm-hmm. And I know that's that's like a small comparison, but just I'm trying to paint that picture because all of us have dealt with traffic. All of us have dealt with tragedy. Uh, tragedy. Because <laughs> um, sometimes I love this picture that you're painting mm-hmm. in traffic. When you hit traffic or when you come to a, a halt, right? it's because there's something tragic. Yeah, that's happened that you may not even see it. Mm-hmm. Right. Depending on where you are stuck in traffic. But right. there's a tragedy. Yeah. There's an accident that has taken place that's caused mm-hmm. this hindrance, that's caused this delay. Yeah. And you sitting in traffic frustrated. Right. Mm-hmm. And and like you said, we sometimes look for a way out. But in some some cases, the only there. way out is through. Come on. <laughs> right. Yeah. And this is a prime example. I love that you mm-hmm. use this as a metaphor because this is a prime example because I found myself praying in moments of you know frustration and dealing with my dad and the circumstances. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, God, I, like, I, how do I get out of this? And that's yeah. what he said to me. Sometimes the only way out is to go through it. Yeah. So what are you going through? What tragic moments have you hit in life what traffic stops have hit you in life where mm-hmm. you're like man no nah, i'm looking for a way out oh nope you know there's a yeah. exit up ahead let me see if i can y'all seen them people Come you've on. been stuck in traffic right <laughs> well you got these people i want to say something else but you got these people who don't have the patience like you to sit there and just cruise mm-hmm. through they got to come all around you drive up the side yeah. <laughs> using the emergency lane not not of emergency people can't get through, through the- they going it's very frustrating 
Very frustrating. Very fr- and it might even cause you to say some words. Mm-hmm. Come on. Do some things. <laughs> and whatever. You know. You know, so, but I'm just saying yeah. my point is don't be like those people yeah. who are in a rush to get. I, I tell my daughter all the time when you see people, especially, you know, when people are in traffic and they're mm-hmm. just speeding. Um, I said they in a rush to get to, to go two places. That's the jail or to the grave. OK, because mm-hmm. there is nothing on earth that's worth you risking your risking your, your life, life. And especially in a vehicle that you can lose control exactly anything like, can happen in that car like okay this is a this is a sidebar lesson but yeah for real like w- that appointment that you're running late to guess what it's still gonna you may miss the appointment right when you when you finally arrive mm-hmm. or it, it's still gonna be available to you because they have grace periods yep. right mm-hmm. have great, great spirits wherever you're trying to go if you're running late guess what you better go to speed limit right <laughs> Oh, be patient because there are other people on the same paths that you're taking that are trying to get get to a destination as well. And we all want to get there. Right. We all want to make it, but we want to make it alive. Mm-hmm. All right. So the sidebar conversation. <laughs> but for real. So the point is, you know, don't be like those people who try to get out of a process. Mm hmm. You, you, you know, you want to skip parts of this journey. Right. Because. Oh, I, I'm, I ain't got, I don't want to do this or, I, I, you know, whatever the case may be, this hurts for me. It was like, okay, this hurts. Um, this does not feel good to my flesh. This is, is not, I'm not used to this. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to get out of this. This is taking away from my, from my life. Yeah. You know, I gotta, I want to live. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's just be honest. Yeah. And you want to find ways out. But God said some situations, the only way out is to go through. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. (laughs) Go through it. And there's countless, countless examples of that in scripture where he would choose someone and and they had to go. The first thing that came to my mind was the children of Israel. When Mm. they got to the Red Sea, they couldn't take a different route. Mm -mm. You know how big the Red Sea is? Mm. So God said, I can't take you around around because if I take you around, then Pharaoh's army is going to kill you. He's going to demolish you. But if I take you through, Mm. if I make a way through and you get to the other side, then you'll know it was me. Mm. And so whatever whatever situation you're in, just, just think about that. Just think about God is making a way through that thing. So when you come out of it, He'll get the glory. He'll get the glory. And that's the beauty about anything that we go through is knowing that even though it doesn't feel good to us, that there has to be some good in it for us and that God is ultimately going to get the glory out of it. Absolutely. So I, of course, we could go on and on and on about, you know, what this journey has been like. And we will at some point, but I don't want to bombard you guys with the details of what this uh, journey has been, you know, from for our family over the last five months. But one of the, the lessons that we've learned and we continue to learn is that God God's grace is sufficient, mm-hmm. right? No matter what you're going through, no matter how hard it is, no matter how weak you feel, knowing that God's strength is made perfect in your weakness right. is key because I'm telling you, we've had to do some things and we've had to just be available right. 
to the point where it's nobody but the grace of God. You know, I found myself praying for more grace, more grace, more grace in this season. And the more that I ask for it, the more that God gives, he gives it to us. So don't be afraid to ask God for grace when you're traversing, you know, life. I don't want to say seasons (laughs) and tests. That's what it is. But when life is happening to you and decisions are hard, you know, finances are an issue, whatever the case may be. Don't be afraid to ask God for more grace for wisdom, understanding for understanding. Cause this, and this is a type of understanding that you can't lean onto your own. Right. Okay. It's like, you can have an understanding, but it cannot be your own because there is nothing that I can understand about this in my flesh. That's going to give me peace. Right. Mm-hmm. Nothing about what's going on with my dad in my flesh that I understand gives me peace, but there is a peace that comes with understanding from God Knowing that he's sovereign, Mm -hmm. knowing that, you know, he knew the end before the beginning began. He knew that this was going to happen Mm -hmm. and not so much that he allowed he he caused it to happen. Right. Because God is never the one that orchestrates the bad, but he always takes it and and transforms it for our good. Right. Um, You know, and and I can't even blame some stuff. We can't even blame on the devil. Let me just throw that in. Come on. (laughs) <laughs> we can't even blame, oh, this happened. You know, no. the devil did this. Some stuff you you may have caused it to happen. Mm-hmm. Your words shape your world. And in this case, you know, I could honestly say some of my dad's words <laughs> dealing with, the, you know, the situation that he was dealing with as far as work right. may have may have shaped his, his world. And so be careful what you allow to come out of your mouth, mm-hmm. because you could very well be eating the bitter fruit of what your lips birthed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we, we, we like to blame the devil. The devil can only do with what you give him power to do. <laughs> and we do that. We give him power mm-hmm. with our words. So um, I don't know who that was for, but I hope you received <laughs> that. I hope you received it. <laughs> I tell you, I mean, you, you got to watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Got to watch your mouth. Keep K-Y-M-S. Keep it shut. Because what lies shut. in the power of the tongue? Life, life and and death. actually it's death and life yeah. death is death first, first. Yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> death and life are in the power of the tongue so mm-hmm. absolutely god never orchestrates the bad but he can cause all things to work together for the good of those that love him yes and are called, and are called according to his, his purpose. purpose right yes so ain't no causing things to work together for the good if you ain't loving him <laughs> you don't love him <laughs> and if you and that's what it is at the end of the day even with the children of israel right it's got do you love me mm-hmm. do you trust the god that you say you serve right you know when this happened when my dad had the stroke and when i found out about it the first thing i heard i literally heard the voice of the holy spirit say trust god mm-hmm. trust god and so i went into my prayer closet and i prayed you know, I just prayed. And I, when I got up, I just kept hearing trust God. Now, that same voice that I heard in that same word that I received, guess what? The word came, right? Mm-hmm. Faith came. But then guess what? The devil came too, because that very word that I, we had received that I heard, it began to be tested. Right. And what we were faced with when it came to dealing with my dad, making hard decisions. It's like, Whew, this, God, you want me to trust you with this? Mm hmm. How am I supposed to trust you when death is staring me in the face? How am I supposed to believe you when what you're promising, right, doesn't look like what I'm seeing? Mm-hmm. Everything that you're speaking, what I'm seeing goes against it. Right. Oh, God. Talk about being 
tested, right? Your faith being tested. I don't mm-hmm. know if I said this, but to say it again, a faith that can't be tested is a faith that can't be trusted. Trusted. So, so the the key is in knowing that okay, when you say you have faith, when you say that you trust God, oh, the enemy is always going to come and test your word. He's going to come and test your faith and your trust in God. That's what he did to Job, right? Mm-hmm. Throughout, there's so many other examples throughout the Bible. Yeah. Jesus was tested. Oh, hello. And he. <laughs> Even he. He is the living word. And he was tested. <laughs> he so, was tested. I'm like James. I think that's why my middle name, James, he said, count it all joy. Because. <laughs> you literally. It's coming. <laughs> those he, trials, those tribulations, those tests, they're coming. You're so right. They're coming. You literally so, are James. I am like, James. Count it all joy. Mr. Positivity <laughs> over here. Because I'm, I'm Mrs. Melancholy. And, and that's not a bad thing. Right, right. Um, it's just my temperament. I'm, a, I'm naturally uh, first a melancholy person. So melancholy for some who don't, who don't understand. It's like a, I hate to use this word, but like a depressed. Mm-hmm. You, some people call them a negative, negative Nancys. And, and, and that's not always, that's not always the case. Um, God designed all of our temperaments. And if you don't know how God uniquely made you, then you're someone who would say, okay, well, you're just somebody that I don't want to be around. No, I know who I am. And God designed me this way. My husband is a, what's the optimist call? I forget what the temperament is, but um, he's just that very optimistic person. And I'm on the other spectrum. I'm more of a realist. I like right. to say I'm real. Like I could be positive but on the flip i'm like okay but let's look at this for what it is like for real so balance thank god for balance that's why he always puts you with someone who balances you out thank you jesus <laughs> all right i don't got off track what was we talking about Lord, help me jesus come on balance help me help help no i mean just just navigating those emotions and and really understanding who who you are you know when these things happen these different tragedies and these different unexpected events come along. Yeah. It's th- those tests are going to test you at your core. Yes. So the things that you experience on the surface, no, it's deeper than that. It's deeper than, than the tears that are falling down your face. It's yeah. deeper than the anger that you're feeling in the moment. Yeah. It's deeper than, you know, you're going and hiding. There, there's something in you mm. that's being developed while someone else is going through something that may seem worse or could be worse not only develop, but sometimes there's something in you that's being demolished. Oh, come on. Because who for me, mm-hmm. Oh, so much came up in me. God, right. and, ooh, it's like when you go through the fire, right? Mm-hmm. When you go through the fire, well, let's talk about when diamonds, Oh yeah. when you're being purified, when you go through the fire, there's a purification process taking place. And, and when it, especially when it comes for diamonds, when they're put in the fire, the, the, vile Mm -hmm. the impurities rise to the surface so that's why i say there's a demolition sometime that's taking place when when you're in the fire when you're being tested right um there's also development so without restoration right Mm -hmm. when god is piecing you back together when he's putting you here there, putting these pieces together restoration i say the promise of it always sounds good but the process does not feel good right if you've ever been in a home that's been that's been wrecked by a storm Mm mm-hmm when the people go in to restore it, they don't just put what's new on side of what's old and torn. They have to take down, they have to demolish what's there, right? In order to rebuild it back, to right. to, to put to restore it back to uh, the same, you know, that it was, if not better. Right. So what I'm saying was 
for me, the things that were demolished um, as it relates to your core, because you find out who you are, mm-hmm. who you like you said, you find out who you really are in these types of moments. Right. And so in within me, there were some things that came up and I was like, gosh, whew, my identity, my self-esteem. Mm-hmm. No one ever told me that you know, without saying too much that had to deal with um, growing up as a middle child. And, you know, no one ever told me that a self-esteem could be built on being needed by other people. Yeah. And so we talk about how over the last however many years I've built an identity based on being needed, being needed. So it's it's like a formed identity mm-hmm. versus who I was born to be. Right. So all of that stuff is taking place in the midst of what's happening to you when you're going through tests and trials and in the fire and stuff is happening, not just to you, but to people around you that you love and care for deeply. It's God, this is bre- this. This is breaking me, right. breaking my heart. But what is it building? God is if there's a breaking taking place, if there's a demolition taking place, there's always a building that's going to come afterwards with it. Right. So God was showing me, okay, hey, daughter, this let's break this. Mm -hmm. This hurts. Breaking hurts. Ouch. That hurt. Yeah. So I had to pull back from everything I thought I knew in order to embrace what God was trying to to teach me. Right. Yeah. What lessons are God our God, am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. What lessons is God trying to teach you and what you're going through? Right. Who is he? What is he trying to show you? Is he trying to show you you? Because sometimes we'll focus on everybody else. Mm-hmm. When God really sometimes the mirror, he's holding a mirror up in your face and say, I'm trying to reveal something that's inside of you. Yeah, because I mean, our first <laughs> our first instinct is to always try to fix somebody else. Mm. We don't ever want to fix ourselves, you know, or we don't think that we can even fix ourselves because we can't see ourselves all the time and right. like you said so when he puts that mirror in front of you now it's 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 for you to accept it right first you got to believe it and then accept it that what he's showing you is how he sees you and what and, and how he wants to see you hmm. right and so um you know i think that's the beauty and and what we we're called to do because everything that we do we we're always talking about building we're yeah. always talking about restoring and and foundation and, and making sure that you're able enough to sustain the winds of life, you know, the strong storms. winds of life, the storms and those things like that. And and the way you do that, you build your faith through experiences. You build your faith through through other people and their testimonies, you know. Yes, you're right about that, babe. So, you guys, we hope that you've actually gathered something from this raw conversation, <laughs> you know, <laughs> as a starter to us coming back with Building with the Browns. Um, we have so much planned (laughs) (laughs) listen we're just gonna show up that's the promise that we're gonna make how many of you are going through life and you just got so many things happening all at once and you're still trying to learn that balance like i think that's something that we're gonna be doing forever yeah i don't think it'll ever be (laughs) i don't know if it'll ever be balanced i think it'll just be managed and that's all god has really called us to do is to manage Manage. to be stewards of our time our gifts and our talents and and, the life and the life that that we live live, you know and and so you know we we hope to make better choices we hope to make better decisions and things like that but the unexpected is always around the corner and so the only way to be ready for the unexpected is to take care of what you can and control what you can control that's it 
That's it. Keep it moving. Yeah. And so uh, moving forward, we definitely don't want to live in fear, but we do want to be vigilant. We want to be alert and to also be aware that the enemy is still out to kill, steal and destroy um, by any means necessary. Absolutely. And so you got to put that whole arm on. Yeah. Got to put it on you know, before you leave the house. Why are you in the house? Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. folk will come in, too. So, sure do. Um, you know, he said no weapon formed against us shall prosper, but that weapon will form. Yeah. Right. And so we believe, God, that it won't prosper and that he he does have his angels encamped around us, protecting us and his hand is on our life. And so and yours and yours. Yes, that's definitely our prayer. So thank you guys again for tuning in. We look forward to coming back with more podcasts Um, might be a little different this season because guess what? We're different. (laughs) Life makes you different and you learn things. So, hey, we appreciate your support and we look forward to speaking with you again on the next episode of Building Building with with the the Browns. Browns. Uh -uh. No. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.